and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello folks and welcome to another episode from the Sales Chat Show in the Sales Chat Show studio. As always, Mr. Graham Jones, Mr. Phil Jessen and I'm Simon Hazeldean. I don't have to get get called Mr. for some reason, but there we go. Uh, lack of respect by my colleagues. Uh, Lord sir, Hazeldean. Lord, Lord, oh, I'm liking the sound of that, I'm sure, or sir, I'm sure in the knighthood for services to sales performance must be on its way from Her Majesty at some stage soon. Uh, enough of this nonsense. This episode is called The New Sales Research That Reveals the Real Reason Your Customers aren't buying from you. Now, our regular Harvard Business Review reader, Mr. Graham Jones, has found another fascinating piece of research in that uh, rather wonderful journal. What is it, Mr. Jones? Tell us, tell us all. What are the real reason our customers aren't buying from us, according to the research? Well, um, as listeners will know, that we spend some time in advance uh, working out what uh, we're going to record, and we couldn't decide uh, what to record. Uh, and so that's the problem. It's indecisiveness that the this research um, that forms part of uh, a new book called Jolt by the authors of this Harvard Business Review article, um, actually, uh, what they've been able to show is that in sales, it isn't people wanting to preserve the status quo, as many salespeople will believe is the ultimate objection to buying something new. Um, it isn't that at all that's the problem. It's the fact they are unable to make a decision. And it turns out that the more you focus on trying to get them to realize that the status quo is not the area they need to be in, because they need to move out of the status quo, the more you focus on that as a salesperson, the more indecisive your customer becomes. So what it means is that uh, for many years, salespeople have been focusing on status quo objections. And actually, if you focus on that, you've made it less likely that you will complete the sale. So what we need to do is focus on why are people indecisive? Yeah, because there's a there's a fascinating to quote to quote from the article here. It's saying customer indecision is driven by a separate and distinct psychological effect called the emission bias, which is the customer's desire to avoid taking action that might lead to a loss. And it represents the more difficult obstacle for salespeople. 56% of no decision losses were a function of customer indecision as compared with 44% stemming from the customer's preference for the for the for the status quo which is kind of a, a different take isn't it yeah i mean you you <clears throat> people don't like loss that's the the, yeah. the problem and so the for example if you you often see um you know organizations businesses selling something going you can buy this 
um, and we'll give you this as a bonus half price kind of thing. So you can get something extra. And so lots of people decide not to buy the extra thing because mm. it they think, well, why do I need that? Whereas oh. if you do it the other way around, if you say, here are the two things, but for you know five pounds, I'll take away that bonus then more people will pay the extra to get the bonus because they don't want to have something taken away. And so indecision is largely about, you know, there's a lot of, I'm going to have something taken away from me. um, And I don't want to run that risk of having it taken away from me. And so are are they saying Graham that this has always been the case and salespeople just haven't, been aware of it or are they saying that the world is changing and this is a new phenomenon no i think it's a bit of both actually i think it's it's always been there um you know the psychology of omission and the psychology of us not wanting mm. things taken away from us is is well established so i think that's always been there but i think what's happening now is that we're in an environment where indecision generally is increasing and a part of that is the internet that the more information you have about something, the less decisive you become. So, for example, you know, you might want to buy a new computer, a new laptop, for example, um, and you can go online and you can visit an endless array of shops and so on and get lots of information about hundreds, thousands of different laptops. And you can read reviews, you can do all kinds of things. And what happens is the more information you have available to you, your brain goes, well, there must be some more then. And so you search for more. And then when you found that more information, you go, oh, what about this? There's more information. So actually, you are less likely to make a decision. Whereas in the past, where you didn't have that information, all you had was a shop and you went to the computer shop and you said, this is what I want. And the salesperson would say, this is the best fit for you. And you go, thank you very much. You'd make a decision and you'd walk out of the shop with your new computer that day. People are now taking months to make a decision because of the amount of information that they have available. The more information we have available, our brain goes, well, I'd better check some more. Mm. When there's a paucity of information, our brain goes, well, that's all we've got. So that's what I've got to go on. Okay. They make um, they make a comment in the they they've analysed in the research some top performing sellers, and one of the things they 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 talk about the four things that are part of the the Jolt acronym, um, and one of the things to to link to Graham's comment is they try to do what they refer to in the research as limit the exploration. They know the more information the customer consumes the lower probability they'll find the answer they're looking for. So they are, you know, paralysis by analysis is possibly the thing. You keep looking and you keep looking. And and the second thing that they they know that the reps did was they are very clear and they make a firm recommendation to the customer. So, yes, and a a big thing, we've always been big at the sales show, you must understand your customer needs. It's been one of the most common things we'll come back to. (laughs) And the research is saying, yes, but you must also give the customer a clear recommendation. I think uh, for me, understand the needs. Based on the needs you have, Mr. or Mrs. Customer, I think these are the choices you should consider. And Graham, we've we've covered this, haven't we? Three choices is the optimum for people to, to have not. 75 which is probably where they get to when they do their own research yeah. it is a very clear uh, it sounds like a very clear and confident 
recommendation to the customer to help them to make a buying decision, which I think is, if you leave it entirely to the customer, that sounds awfully consultative, but you'll, that's going to end up in indecision for you. Yeah. So I think don't be, don't be shy about making a firm recommend a purchase recommendation to the customer, you know, give them, give them something to buy, I think, which is, is an interesting, interesting thing in the research. It, it also suggests, correct me if I'm wrong, that, um, in terms of uh, websites and the like, uh, the fact that there is very often these days the the read more click through type of facility, that's a good thing, isn't it? Because it's basically keeping the information to an executive summary, as it were, with the ability for those who need it to click and read more. But of course, not everybody uh, wants to do that. Also for those sales organizations that um, are still going down the route of the, the written proposal. Uh, it, again, it suggests that we don't need the 75 page proposal. We need a, an executive summary with a couple of appendices here and there for those who want to go into more information in that level of detail. Yeah, it's, 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 um, it's I think it's really helping We've talked about this as a concept, you know, modern sales could be thought of as <clears throat> being an assistant buyer. You're helping your customer to make a wise buying decision. And, you, you know, the, it's really interesting that this research is showing it's very important on <clears throat> the customer's ability to decide. And the top sellers that I mentioned earlier, they also found out they, in terms of opportunity qualification, which is certainly certainly a drum I bang quite a lot of soapbox for qualifier opportunities it's qualified not only on their ability to buy but also on their ability to decide and the top sellers will say mm, okay these people carry on being indecisive i'm just going to move on i'm going to move on to someone else because you're spending a huge amount of time with someone if they're suffering from big indecision uh it's sorry indecisiveness about making the decision you're not going to get anywhere are you so and i think it's a really it's a very interesting perspective on qualification as well as the other factors they've brought up in the in the research the other thing the research showed was that you can improve the decision making if you reduce the risk um of making the decision so things like get out clauses so that if they've made the wrong decision you're giving them a an opportunity to get out of the the deal uh knowing they can get out of it makes it more likely that they decide to to buy um and so because um you know they're not likely to use the get out clause but the fact that it's there is yeah. is a reason why uh they're more likely to make a decision or, you know, rather than having a standard contract, a contract that is bespoke to them. So that then they realize that actually this is for us. So it's much more likely to be what we want and is therefore much more likely to lead to a decision. So those kind of things that help reduce the risk of making yeah. the decision were really important in, in increasing the sales. And also imagine on, on that point, um, if a sales organization is about to launch a new product uh, along with huge expectations on what they hope to gain from that, uh, maybe inviting the customer to pilot the new product for yeah. two months before placing the order, uh, that might be uh, a, a good thing. Yeah. 
I mean, we have a whole episode that we recorded fairly recently to all of our listeners, just to let you know, on the subject of risk. The episode's entitled, You'll Fail to Make the Sale if You Don't Overcome This Buying Barrier. And that whole episode was around reducing the customer's perception of risk, which actually tallies very, very nicely with the, uh, as Graham was saying, with the with the research that shows that they the, the top sellers take risk off the table. And that is how it's described, which is which is then removes that barrier to going ahead with the with the decision. Yeah. And the thing is, that's always worthwhile remembering is the fact that you are talking to someone in a company or a consumer, whatever, whatever kind of sales you're in, that the fact that you're talking to someone means that they already have an interest in buying your product because they're not going to speak to you if uh, if they're not interested. So actually, the opportunity to make a decision is there with everybody you speak with. Mm. So it turns out that the vast majority of un, you know, sales that don't lead to completion are down to indecision, not down to anything else. It's not down to, you know, you. the excuse might be we haven't got the budget, we haven't got the budget now. Um, you know, there could be a, you know, loads of excuses you're given, but actually the real, the real reason is that they were unable to decide. So actually, every person you are in front of has the potential to decide to buy your product. And there, this research that's you know within this article shows that actually the vast majority of those potential sales are lost uh, because people can't make a decision. And it's also it makes the very, very, very valid point that that it's quite difficult for salespeople sometimes to detect indecision. So customers will probably be very happy to say, I'm very happy with the current provider or with the, the current status quo. But indecision can be driven in, in the article in the Harvard Business Review, it describes it as sort of deeply personal fears. And they might not be things that you're comfortable to share with a salesperson. So I think that also does back up. And this is not necessarily said in the research, but it, it seems to me it is that bit about becoming trusted by the customer and being able to have the right levels of professional intimacy, uh, emotional connection with customers to, to help them to articulate what their, their biggest concerns are. And I think also a lot of this, you know, <clears throat> we all know from neuroscience, right? A lot of, a lot of processing and decision-making is influenced below what yeah. we might describe as conscious awareness as well. So, you know, it's a fascinating, I think it really is. If, if folks, if you want to check this out, the uh, article's called Stop Losing Sales to Customer Indecision, Matthew Dixon and Ted McKenna. That's in the uh, June 24th, 2022 uh, edition of the, Harvard Business Review and their book based on the research is The Jolt Effect, How High Performers Overcome Customer Indecision. Matthew Dixon and Ted McKenna certainly sounds like one to add to the sales chat show uh, bookshelf, folks. Some very interesting, I think, perspectives on what what complements the traditional sales approach and maybe you know as buying behavior changes guess what yeah. your sales approach has to change right yeah. I, I think there's a there's a lesson here isn't there for sales directors looking at end of the month sales figures putting pressure on the team mm. to bring in the result now uh, when really this uh, th- this is about playing it long uh, and not feeling the pressure uh, of having to hit a short term uh, target, yeah. but also, yeah. Phil, I think when you under that pressure to bring in something before the end of the month, yeah, um, actually, 
what is likely to happen is that those salespeople are going to go and attack the status quo. They're going to be talking about, you know, the need to move from the status quo um, into this new exciting land they've got for you. Um, And they'll be telling that customer how bad the status quo is. Uh, And unfortunately, this research shows that that makes it even less likely they make a decision. So actually, the sales directors who are saying to people, get out there because, you know, our end of month figures are low. If they use the traditional approach, the chances are they're not going to make up that difference because they're going to put people off making a decision. Yeah, it's a very yeah. interesting, uh, I think it's a very interesting article and, and and book and concept for definitely for sales leaders to have a look at and to, to ensure your salespeople are equipped with the kind of the right mindset and skill set for these, for these factors that have been, that have been identified. So uh, definitely, uh, as you say, definitely one for the sales chat show bookshelf without um, without a shadow of a doubt so thank you very much for uh, for bringing that research to us mr jones our our in-house researcher mr jesson we always always know graham's going to be going off doing his research and finding these fascinating little nuggets for us you're getting good value for money out of your harvard business review subscription then mr jones i think so. what subscription I'm an academic. It comes to me for nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the library. It's in the, yeah, it's in the, ah, oh, libraries. Remember those? Those, <laughs> the, those buildings which, uh, no, Mr. Mr. Jones is our leading academic researcher there. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Jones, for finding that out. So it's been Simon Hazeldean, Phil Jess and Graham Jones for the Sales Chat Show. 260 or so episodes now in the vast back catalogue of the Sales chat show which is available from wherever you prefer to get your podcasts if you'd like to subscribe to the sales chat show you will be notified on a regular basis of new episodes as and when they come out so thank you very much for listening in folks good luck with all of those indecisive customers and good luck and good selling You have been listening to an episode of The Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at The Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. (laughs) 